This the match champions for charity picks edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. The UFC is back, international soccer is back, golf is back. Plus, they got tons of sports sims to bet on. Use the promo code SGP for up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by Madden Mayhem. Our Madden Simulation Championship game is this Sunday night. And we're doing a five hundred dollars squares pool. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash sgp. That's aceperhead.com slash sgp. Finally, we're also brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Cushy Dreams is a new company with a full line of premium smokable CBD now shipping legally to all 50 States. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get 15% off. That's K U S H Y dreams.com promo code S G P. You're listening to the sports gambling podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog, Sean. I'm just, the juices are flowing, you know, indeed, indeed. Juices are flowing. Golf is back. Gambling live is back. sporting events, live sports, simulated live sports, of course. And uh, I just mentioned the pre-roll, but get in, get those squares. They're going fast. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares giving away five hundred bucks for the Madden Mayhem Championship game should be awesome and uh, yeah I can't wait to can't wait to do that and the then, big game and really Sunday is shaping up to just be an awesome sports game because we have uh, this uh, golf event which we're about to break down it's called the <laughs> the match champions for charity picks AKA Peyton Manning and uh, Tiger Woods versus, or no, sorry. Oh yeah, it is. It's Manning and Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. We're going to break down all those picks that's happening Sunday afternoon. And then after that, we have a little Tecmo super bowl going on Twitch and then eight o'clock East giants, Eagles, NFC East rivalry game, which normally would be the third place game, but we're, we're throwing you guys a little extra game there. And then of course, after that, ten o'clock east, seven o'clock on the Pacific, the Madden Mayhem Championship Super Bowl. Which at this point, as we sit here recording this episode, it certainly looks like we're gonna see the Chiefs play the Saints, right? That's the way it's going. But we'll see. It truly has been mayhem at times. The dogs <coughs> have uh, certainly done their fair share of barking. Hashtag Dejans only. Kramer, we're going to talk to our buddy, Steve Shermer in just a second. But before we do shout out to the new sponsor, cushy dreams, CBD, 
CBD content up to 20%, uh, which is some of the highest in the game. And it's uh it separates itself because it's a smokable CBD smooth, not gummies or vapes. If you want, if you want a real smoking experience with the flower, the pre-rolls, I'm really, I'm really feeling the pre-rolls uh, again, high quality pre-rolls, high quality CBD. Looks like marijuana feels like marijuana tastes like high quality marijuana, but of course it's CBD. So it doesn't get you. I don't have to worry about failing a drug test grown in California and Oregon. Each plant hand selected by a team of experienced cannabis flower experts. And yeah, the, uh, the benefits of CBD through the roof, great for uh, pain relief among many other things shipping legally right now to all 50 States. And if you use that promo code SGP, you get 15% off. K U S H Y dreams.com promo code S G P smoke your CBD because you can joining us on the line. Golf expert golf insider, Steve Shermer, Steve, how you holding up, man? I'm hanging in there, but you know what? We got some live golf this weekend. We had live golf last weekend. We got the colonial coming back in a few weeks. There is light at the end of the tunnel for all of you golf gambling uh, degenerates. So it's great to be back on the podcast guys. Well, and you know, who's turned into a golf gambling degenerate everyone, because there's no other sports. <laughs> so let's go golf. I mean, I can tell you this. I've wagered on esports, NASCAR golf and mixed martial arts in the past week, which first time in my life I've ever done that in a calendar week. Yeah. And, and, well, and it's crazy that MLB is kind of the players are dragging their feet to get the money sorted out because if baseball came back, baseball has been on the decline for so long. If they came back right now, it would be, it would turn into the summer of baseball. Like the ratings would be through the roof. Everyone would be like falling in love with baseball. Remember again. the summer of 2020 <laughs> when baseball mattered again? Yeah. They're, I, they're really missing out on an opportunity. And uh, we will, uh, we were talking right before we started the pod that yeah, coming up this fall, we're going to be, we're going to be doing major podcasts during the same week. We're doing an NFL podcast. Oh, so man. That's going to be fun though. Knock on wood, <laughs> uh, you know, don't want to jinx anything, but yeah, I mean, it's certainly going to be crazy having the majors that late in the year, but it, it's, it's going to shape it's shaping up to be an exciting sports fall. Assuming they figure out how to play without fans and, and golf seems like the easiest Can one. Can we ask Steve a, que- a personal question though? Because my, myself and Sean, we were able to get out on a golf course recently. It was very liberating have up there in New York. Are they allowing social distancing to take place on the golf course? Well, they are. Uh, the weather wasn't really cooperating too much for a while there. Um, a couple of weeks ago, um, so Rochester is actually the, uh, that's where I live. We're going to host the 2023 PGA championship and the weekend it was going to be held, um, you know, traditionally in the calendar, we got an inch of snow that week. So, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, <laughs> it, it's, it hasn't been great, but, uh, no, the golf courses are, uh, back open. Uh, driving ranges are back open too. I've been out a few times, you know, when the weather's cooperates, but up here, like if you get a 40 degree day in March or April and the wind's not too bad, you got to take advantage of it because just the weather is brutal sometimes. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, at least with, uh, playing golf, things are back to normal. Uh, in that respect. Yeah. That's the thing. If, if we can play golf and it's safe for us to play golf, you would think it, it's safe for the pros and it, it's good to start seeing some seeing some golf and, and just seeing stuff we can gamble on. I I think they, you know, we're going to be talking about this 
it, I feel like this tournament has like five different names or whatever you're calling it. It's the Capital One presents the match: Charity Champions Tiger and Peyton versus Phil Brady. What what is the actual? Hey, you official? know who wrote, wrote this title was someone looking for some some sweet sweet SEO value. <laughs> Just crowbarring in a, a in a bunch of names. I think they made the right choice by, uh, and it's going to be on ESPN or TNT, right? It's not pay per view. Yeah, it's not pay per view because that was a disaster. Uh, the last time the match was on, because I think what ended happening was either the the stream crashed or. Um, anyone could actually access the broadcast without paying for it. So they end up refunding <laughs> everybody's money and taking a, a huge bath with it. But no, this is actually on TNT. It's actually on all the uh, Turner channels. It's actually going to be on TBS. TBS man headline news too. I didn't even know that they were still a thing now, but <laughs> I, I just know uh, it as the forensic files channel. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you're ever on the, yeah, if you're, that, yeah. Yeah. That or Nancy grace talking about a serial killer or, uh, <laughs> you know, preying on a, Praying on young women, but yeah. So, uh, so it's gonna be the TNT crew. Ernie Johnson's gonna be in the booth. They got Trevor Illman and Charles Barkley is actually gonna be. Oh yes, yes, I didn't please. know that. Yeah, no, that I mean that's good because one of the big complaints about the last uh, match was just how how dry and boring the commentary was. So having Charles Barkley in there, you know, maybe he can uh, they can get a feed down to the players too, so we can talk to them and you know, kind of make some jokes and you know, it's going to keep it light. And that and, and at the end of the day, you know, when you're better focusing on this event, you got to keep in mind this is a made-for-TV entertainment product. It's not a serious sporting event. So, um, you know, some some books out there have a lot of novelty props. You got to kind of have that mindset as far as what to expect with this thing when you you know before you're betting. Totally. Yeah. We're going to be breaking down some mybookie.ag props. Then we have some more of the straightforward ones. I, I got a bunch of leans, but Steve, why don't you, why don't you break his, uh, break the course down for us and kind of the format and uh, everything that's going into this. And it's just 18 holes, right? Yeah. So it's 18 holes. They're going to split the formats on the front nine and back nine. So the front nine is going to be best ball, which is basically best uh, score of the team counts for that team. Um, and then the back nine is going to be modified alternate shot. What that means is everybody tees off and then each team decides which tee shot they want to use. So there might be a situation if Peyton or Brady, um, hit one the fairway, but they have a longer approach shot. Phil might want to, you know, might like Phil or Tiger might be comp- uh, comfortable with that yardage they'll hit in, uh, but they don't have to use the amateurs tee shots, which probably is going to help speed things along. Um, there's gonna be a one club challenge. There's gonna be a one club challenge in number five. Basically, one per they have to pick one club to use the entire hole. Oh, okay. Um, well, real fun. Yeah, let's hop into that real quick. What club do you think they would use? I, I I'm guessing is, is it pitching wedge? What 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 do you think they would use? Well, it's a long par four, and that's why they wanted to use it. Um, that hole as a one club challenge because they didn't want to make it like a par five where it's basically a three shot hole anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Probably Tiger and Phil are going to grab some sort of long iron. Um, you know, maybe Tiger hits his pad in a two iron and then has to kind of tone it down a little bit for his second shot to hit it into the green there. I mean, honestly, I have no idea what Peyton and Brady would be hitting there. I'm guessing they'll probably hit probably like a fairway metal or maybe even like a mid iron. Um, but that's probably, there's gonna be a little bit of strategy there. They tried that for uh there's the uh, skins game over in Japan last year. They did the one club challenge that worked pretty well. So um, that should be an interesting wrinkle. Too. No, and wait, real quick. No, some- no putter, right? Uh, or do I you- don't think, I, okay. I don't think you'll be able to use putter. I what? think you have to use that club the entire, uh, the entire way. What club would you use Sean? 
I would probably go with my hybrid because I can. And putt with it. Yeah, I think I could do a decent job putting with the hybrid. The hybrid wood, I could probably get a decent enough drive. I, honestly, maybe I would even go three wood. That's what I use a lot of times for my driver anyway, and it blows people's minds that I don't use my driver because I can't hit it straight. So I'll just hit the three wood all day because at least I can get that down the middle or at least uh, relatively close. What would you use, Steve? I probably would use. Uh, I probably use a five iron just because. I don't know if I want to hit a fairway metal because if I end up in a greenside bunker, that's going to be kind of hard to get up and down. Oh, that's uh, a great point. Yeah. So, I mean, at least with a a five iron or a six iron, I can hit that pretty well enough to at least get there at least close in two. Um, And then if I do end up in a bunker, I can kind of open the club face and try and pop that out and probably more likely shank it into uh, you know, a wooded area from there, but that would be the club I would use. This question, Sean was already asked of sports movie goat himself, Kevin Costner. And what did he do? Seven iron baby. That's what I'm going with. I mean, a seven iron, unless even if it's a tremendously long par four, I can probably come close to reaching in two, if not three, but I like the protection against being able to hit it out of the sand or the rough. Yeah, so I that- completely ignored the sand aspect. That's why we bring Steve on. He's the expert. He he <laughs> he digs deep. He's he was uh in the Slack channel, which I recommend everyone join, Slack.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. He was pointing out that he had like Google Map uh images, of course, of the courses, but also like zooming in, trying to figure out what kind of uh shirt or head head uh covering that uh Phil is is wearing, of course, because that's one of the prop bets. So Steve always goes the extra mile. <laughs> Anything for the fans, guys. <laughs> well, and, and of course, the real wild card. People pr- are familiar with Tiger and Phil's game, at least to you know a, a decent degree. But what about Peyton? What about Tom? I, I read your article on SportsGamblingPodcast.com, but give us kind of some of the highlights of their game and and how you're coming in uh, handicapping them. I mean, that's the real wild card here, and that's what makes this match kind of unique in that you know, we got some amateurs involved and at least on paper, they're about, they at least above average guys. But as you guys all know, I mean, as amateur golfers, we really had, don't have too good of an idea how we're going to play, you know, when we show up to the course, you know, most of the time. So, you know, seeing that, you know, where their handicapping indexes are uh, at least on paper, you know, it could really go either way. Now there's been some YouTube videos of all their swings I took a, couple, a look at a couple of Peyton Manning's. His actually are pretty impressive. Um, there was one from about 10 years ago that Peter Costas uh, broke down. His driver swing was pretty good there. You know, he got some good rotation. It was pretty athletic swing. Now that was pre neck surgery. So, and I see that pre HGH too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pre HGH as well. Um, but what's weird is his handicap has gone up. You know, for a couple of weeks ago, everybody was saying his handicap is about three and a half, but his handicap is now a 6.4. So it's kind of weird. Do you think now that he's retired, you know, his, <laughs> is he padding his the stats? Be, yeah. 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 It should be at least maintained or getting better, but you know, he might be a sandbagger just because he's playing a lot of club championships. Maybe he wants those extra strokes. So he has a better chance of winning. So I think he's, I think he's going to be pretty useful for tiger, but as for Brady, there's it's, it's a weak swing. <laughs> there are some things uh, that are not too good with it. Um, you know, I don't know if, if you guys look at the videos I posted there, it's a lot of lateral side to side movement there. Um, 
He kind of drifts a little closer to the ball there. That it, he's got a lot of tendencies. As someone with an inconsistent swing myself, <laughs> I can see an inconsistent swing on video. And that looks like something where, you know, if he has it going good, if he can square the club face, he can get it out there. But, you know, there could be a the duck hooks, you know, coming or this, you know, wicked banana slice. So I, I his handicap is 8.1. You look at some of the scores he posted. He posted 106 last year. He posted a couple of scores in the 90s, um, and then mostly they're most you know mid 80s to high 80s. He might be a vanity handicap guy. You know he might have in his head that he wants to be a single handicap golfer, and anything outside of that is unacceptable. Which makes sense because he wants to keep up this perfect image of himself, and he strives for perfection on the football field too. So. I'm not too confident with the state of his game coming in and I'm not sure how useful he's going to be to, uh, to fill. Well, and, and I would say this, one of the things that I, I did, cause I, I did do a little handicapping of this and, and you're right. It's not the easiest thing to find them swinging a golf club, but, and I know it's not a direct correlation between athletic ability and golf playing ability, but when you're not an athlete, it's going to take more reps. And of course, Peyton's already retired. Peyton, Peyton is already off the grid, just playing golf. Tom is, is in theory, still working hard. I, I think he's working hard for the city of Tampa. We'll see. But if you go back to their combine footage, <laughs> like say what you will about both Mannings, which by the way, Eli was just named the best number one pick of the two thousands. Come at me, bro. Uh, if you look at both the Mannings and Eli was probably the more athletic of the two, they were athletes. Go back to that con combine footage. They could, they could move around a little bit. You watch Tom Brady move around and you see a guy who has all sorts of inefficiencies in those joint areas, which tells me, and, and again, Steve's commentary on the swing, a lot of wasted movement with Tom Brady, which tells me a lot of variance. And while he is, he is one to uh perform under pressure. I do think the fact that Eli's older brother is going to be there chirping in his ear about how his little brother's got a couple up on him. is just going to make, make him melt that with the pressure of playing with Phil who just hits bombs, you know? Well, and if we're, if we're talking psychology here, I, I think in a weird way, Manning almost has nothing to lose. Like nothing. if you look at zero them, to lose, if you look at them a, as quarterbacks, it's clear Brady's much better. Uh, some assholes will say John Elway, greatest quarterback of all time, but everyone really at this point recognizes that Brady is, is kind of the goat that, that argument has already been decided, so, but now this is kind of Manning's chance to, you know, take a little, uh, take a little shot at Tom Brady, you know, a little chink in the armor. And I, I think it's a good opportunity for him. He's got nothing to lose. He, he doesn't have to worry about football or anything else. He could just focus on golf coming up to this where Brady, he's going through a move. He's hanging out in Jeter's guest house. He's trying to figure out the new playbook. It seems like he's got, yeah, he's got like a juice. He's got to sell all these like branding things. He's got his latest uh, Botox appointment, whatever's going on with that guy's face. He's got his hands full. He's juggling a lot. He's, Manning, hitting, he's hitting the drive through strip clubs, <laughs> Manning. All he has to worry about is this golf match. And again, I, I think I think there's not going to be a lot of pressure on him. And that that's kind of why I like him a, a lot. Can I throw better. one more bit of pressure that is on Peyton Manning. He he's, he's not had a knack for beating Brady like his little brother. So will, will Eli be there <laughs> putting the additional pressure on Peyton? I don't know. Steve, what are, what are your, any psychology angles between the two? 
Well, I think you, you kind of mentioned it too, is that, you know, how relaxed are each guy is going to be? And I mean, this is a relaxing for it's a loosey goosey format. Anyways, it's goofy. And Peyton seems like he would be more in his element in that type of environment, you know, talking trash, you know, get into a little bit with Phil, you know, Tom just doesn't strikes me as someone who's, you know, he's going to try to make comments that he thinks are sound cool or like, you know, <laughs> thinks how people should act. I, I think he's going to be the awkward one in the foursome there. So, and I think he's, you know, as someone who, I mean, it sounds like he's an inconsistent golfer. He's probably going to be pretty nervous going over the first few holes there. It might be pretty ugly <laughs> on, uh, on screen, which is good. I mean, as a viewer, as a Tom Brady hater, I want him cut to size. I think everybody really wants to see him, you know, shank a few shots or hit a few banana slices off the planet. Um, you know, this might be a good opportunity to see that, you know, at the end of the day, Tom actually is human. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know is- how confident I would be if I had best ball playing with tiger <laughs> or, or Phil, are you kidding me? And why, you know, part of me wishes they would have put Peyton and Phil together, put the, put the two more serious guys on one team and put the jokesters on the other team. Like to me, that would have been high drama, but, but having Brady and, and, and tiger split up, I think is maybe for the overall entertainment aspect. Maybe that's what they were worried about. Tom, Tom and tiger just stewing in the corner and, and Phil and, and Peyton just like slapping their knee, like a bunch of hillbillies loving, loving life. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they did that for the TV just because, you know, Peyton and Phil, you know, they can they can grab a room, you know, they can talk to anybody and Tiger and Tom, they're kind of just aliens who, you know, are just awkward all the time. So it's a it's a good it's a good counterbalance to each other on each team just to make sure that there's there's banter back and forth and trash talk across teams. Otherwise, I think it would just be Peyton and Phil making jokes and then you're right, Tom and Tiger would just talk about clubs and I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't know. T- Tiger's know. like, listen, bro, whatever you do, don't let her find out. <laughs> don't let her find out. She'll couple, fucking kill you. A couple man. of Florida guys just hanging out, you know, <laughs> talking, talking shop. All right, uh, Steve, why don't we, uh, why don't we start off with some of these novelty props and then we'll, uh, and then we'll get into kind of the, the props related to the actual round of golf itself. Of course, my bookie.ag presenting sponsor, the sports gambling podcast. Uh, they got a ton of props a ton of uh, a ton of fun ones a bunch of uh, wild card specials and of course go to mybookie.ag use the promo code SGP get up to a uh, up to $1000 in bonus bets and of course your home for Madden mayhem betting it's all going down over at mybookie.ag i'll i'll throw one out here to start and that is tom brady wears super bowl ring no is minus 900 I think a big bulky Super Bowl ring. A, it's not really Tom's style. But B, I think when you're holding the golf club with what those like giant rock of rings that they have, it, 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 it I mean, or if you, do you put it on a glove? It just seems like it's not. If you've ever played golf, you know, like your grip is really important. I don't think you mess around with by putting a Super Bowl ring. I saw some. I saw some charisma from Tom on some someone's show. They were doing. Maybe it was Rich Eisen. They were doing a little like video chat. And, and Tom was playing around with Peyton. Like he was, Peyton was firing. Tom was receiving serve and sending it back. And so part of me thinks like nothing it would be better than to come out with a hype man wearing your rings for you. Mm. Now, if I was Tom, would Give it be the caddy in, in, six rings? Could, yeah, could it be the caddy? Could it just be a necklace you wear around your neck? A la the turnover <laughs> chain. You're in the right state to do it. 
I got to imagine he he brings it, but t- the odds would suggest that Tom is a humble man. Maybe he's left them in New England. Uh, who knows? He, he doesn't seem like the type to brag, but man, that would be so yeah. great if he just comes out with Flava Flav wearing six rings. Minus nine hundred. I, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy odds. So is that your lock? A minus nine? I think that's well. I, I'll I'll give something a little juicier for a lock, but that one was just a fun one to break down and. Uh, no, feels pretty good to me, Steve. Uh, what what are you liking in some of these wild card ones? Well, one I really like, and you mentioned it earlier, was what headgear is Phil gonna wear? <laughs> yes. So, so I went. So I was just curious because I I could not remember the last time I saw Phil in a visor. Yeah, I know that you, that was his trademark. You know, I think in the early two thousands or so, but. Most tournaments that I can remember watching has been a ball cap. So I just did a deep Google image search and I got all the way to the memorial of last year, which is about a year ago uh, today. And every single tournament, he wore a ball cap. And I'm looking at the odds, and baseball cap is plus 110. Yeah, it's insane. It seems like those should be reversed there. And even with the first match uh, out in Vegas, he wore a ball cap. And I think they're just going to try and keep the same formula there. So uh, I, I love Phil Mickelson shows up with a, a baseball cap at plus one ten. That that's also on my list. And I, I well, hold on because I I went further. Wasn't there something about his insider trading that caused him to stop wearing the? Vi- I, I thought it was something to do with the the image that was associated with the man who got busted for insider trading. I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. Um, but yeah, no, when I saw that baseball cap was plus one ten, completely independent, three great minds just landed on the same. Well, Sean's probably just copying you, Steve, but two great minds <laughs> came to the same conclusion. Baseball hat. I absolutely love this one. Well, and, and I've, and my bookie, I would still uh, at plus one ten. By the time you hear it, this could move because I, I've saw some other books were moving the line. Uh, Pamela over at Odds Shark even tweeted out that uh, KPMG uh, or like one of his main sponsors just signed a deal with like a new uh, hat company or something that they're a new product line that they're looking to promote. So everything is lining up for Phil wears a baseball hat at plus one ten. That. Wow, we did too much research on this one. <laughs> that one just is way too easy. Here's another one I like. Woods, Tiger Woods wears red shirt. No, plus 180. I, I think Tiger he, he's going to try and show a little personality here. A- and to me there's a there's good value here at plus 180. I think he's going to try and show off his fun side here like, "Hey, look, I can have fun." I I think he does something other than the red shirt, just to just to mix things up, and I love the 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 nice odds at plus one eighty. Does he go Hawaii? Like part of me thinks they're gonna go full blown Hawaiian shirt. Well, right? I mean, you remember Mac Daddy Claus? Like I, I think Tiger thinks of himself as kind of a fun guy. So again, Steve was pointing out this is kind of a made for TV I mean, event. Outside of those very serious moments with his wife, <laughs> he's had a pretty fun life. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, hang out. Uh, Other than the time she almost killed him, his life's been just spectacular. Yeah, great or, or service. The DW, or the DWI. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Like that, that was, was that was very Wolf of Wall Street, though. So he gets a pass. He's a rich guy. What's what's another one you like of some of these uh, these wild card novelty ones? Well, Sean, I'm going to go the other way on you here mm. and because, because it's a made for TV event and there's going to be a lot of casual fans. There's going to be a lot of non-golf fans. There's going to be a lot of golf fans who only watch because of tiger. 
of course he's going to wear the Sunday Ooh. red. This, this is a layup right here because the producers want to frame this as we want highlights on sports center. We want clickbait articles. So you're going to give the people what they want and you're going to have them in the Sunday red. So it's minus 270, but I, I think that's a lock. What? Here's the question. What is going to be the random sponsorship thing that happens during this event that, that like someone has clearly taken a large check to just endorse <laughs> some silly product? Well, yeah, they're doing it for charity, but I, I think there's going to be a lot of other ways or whatever they checks for out. charity, but they're, yeah. they're, they're going to be, there's going to be some hilarious placement in this thing. Uh, anyway, Sean, uh, I have a kind of golf related one that I, that kind of popped off to me. Uh, how many holes will be conceded? Mm. Now, Steve maybe has actual data behind this, but when I saw that it was only over under two and a half and the over was plus 170, I thought two of these guys don't play golf for a living. We're amateurs, Sean. How often is there enough variance in our game where it's just like, oh, I can't catch up to you on this whole concede? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, unless it's the four TV aspect of it, but I think there's going to be opportunities where they're, they're like, three strokes away in, in some cases, like, yeah, or, or these are hit- regular dudes playing golf. Like, I don't care that they have single <laughs> handicaps. They don't play in front of cameras and they don't play with tiger woods and Phil Mickelson all the time. And they're not playing from what I understand. Pay, they're not playing on a familiar course either. So, I mean, you know, as much as I do, Steve, uh, it, when you know the course, it can, it can add so many strokes to your game. And uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to go over two and a half, Steve, tell me why I'm absolutely stupid. I I don't have a good lean on that. I mean, the thing is um, for the front nine, it's best ball. So at the very least, Phil and tiger are going to keep the team in it um, and at least post a decent score. Now with alternate shot, you get into a situation where, you know, either Peyton gets tiger in trouble or Phil or Brady gets Phil in trouble. Um, My logic is one, one holes conceded on the front nine and two on the back. That's probably fair. Yeah, and, I, and it's I, plus I odds. Have, I don't have an argument against that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Lock it up, Kramer. I, I, yeah. I mean, conceded holes. It, it just depends on a match goes. It, it's there's really no data behind it. It's it's just random. I feel like it's not a. It's it's like an unfun thing to bet on. Because I'm just yeah. sitting here with like, just give <laughs> up, just give up. Well, and I and uh, Steve, I, I don't have the course map in front of me, but is there is there a decent amount of water on the course? Well, I mean, there's not much water, but there's a lot of swampland and there's a lot of bogs. So basically, the fairways are pretty wide. They're about 40 to 50 yards wide, but there is absolutely no room off the fairway if you miss. There's, you know, a small little, you know, sandy waste area where, you know, you usually drive the carts. And then outside of that, it's swamps, it's bogs, it's marshland, it's wooded area. I mean, if you hit a golf ball in there, you got to decide, do I want to risk being, you know, bit by alligator or do I want to just, you know, reach my pocket and tee off again? So that would be great um, if uh, Brady loses a hand at, at a golfing <laughs> event. I'm just imagining Chubbs. Uh, He's got the wood hand for his, yeah, for his year. Chubbs from a uh, happy Gilmore. Okay. Here's, here's a, a, a novelty one. I, I enjoy commercials by Peyton Manning oh, done oh, during the broadcast over over <laughs> over one and a half. My bookie has it at plus one ten. I, I think these guys, as much as they have giant hearts and are doing this for charity, I think there's going to be some, uh, I think there's going to be a couple commercials there and why not? If you're, if you're sponsoring Peyton Manning, aren't you you're every, every ad you have, you're unloading on this event, right? Yes. 
But what what are his sponsorships? I mean, does, he has Capital One, right? So he's probably going to appear in at least one of those. And I because I looked at that prop too. How is my bookie going to grade that? Does it have to be like different commercials? Does it have to be different brands? Yeah, that's um, that's a great I question. Mean, I, I mean, he doesn't have the Papa John's money anymore, right? I mean, I know he's an, a franchiser, but I can't remember seeing a. Uh, a commercial of his since their owner uh, kind of went insane for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Shaquille O'Neal is now manning the. It's uh, it's Papa Shaq right now. So you're oh, right. Okay. You're right. Maybe it's. <laughs> I, I I think it's worth investigating before actually betting on it. If it's type of commercials or just number of commercials. Either way, though, I, I'm just going to take, take the, the over one and a half. It it feels like his face is going to be all over these things. Sean. Yes. Is it my turn or is it Steve? I think turn? we're kind of all over the place. So I'll let Steve go. All right. Well, I mean, some of the ones I wrote about in the column was, you know, again, taking the perspective of that this is a made-for-TV event, so you can bet on if certain words are going to be said by the players. And there's four in particular that I looked at. It's Audible, it's Gronk, it's Belichick, and it's Omaha. Now, with Audible and Omaha, I mean, that's a pretty easy one that they could just work in just in a mid conversation, you know, maybe Tom Brady's over the ball there. He wants to make a club change. He asked Phil, you know, I, I think I'm going to make an audible here. And then Peyton yells Omaha from the, you know, the other side of the fairway, you know, I mean, it's something corny like that, but the producers are going to try, you know, yeah, you're yeah. that's, that's a great handicap. Cause you know, just from working in TV, they're going to, I wouldn't be surprised if they're in their ears and kind of there's a guy trying to feed them lines, and that's exactly the type of line they would feed. And I think they're actually going to be wearing uh, uh, earpieces to ha- actually be like in communication with the producers because yeah. you know Phil, Phil and Tiger weren't talking in the last match, and I, and and all the preview podcasts and columns I've been reading and hearing about, it's all really about TV production. So they're really going to try and make sure there's a lot of talking just so they're, you know, they can have some little highlights for sports center the next day. So I, I, I think audible was plus plus one thirty five for yes. I like that. I think Omaha is plus plus one seventy five. I like that because it's very easy to work that into the broadcast. Uh, there's a rumor that Gronk actually might call in. Oh man. To yes. The broadcast. So, I mean, they'll probably say Gronk or even they'll just have it, you know, they'll just say it in passing. That's minus two thirty two thirty is a little bit of juice there. And then the other end of the spectrum is while they want to make it a fun, entertaining product, they're going to probably try and tell the players what's off limits. There's probably going to be some certain things that they don't really want to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think the, yeah, I can, I, I can think of a, uh, I can think of a couple real quick. I mean, uh, deflate. D- yeah. Insider trading, uh, you know, tiger woods. And I, I mean, I, if you're coming up with a list of things you can't say, I imagine Perkins waitress is on there. There's a lot <laughs> for these guys as far as like stuff they can't talk about. And you mentioned Gronk. They're doing this event for charity to have fun. Why not? Why not add one other level? And that's having uh, don't steal my thunder because one of my long shot props is that there will be a football spiked oh, okay. in this event because Gronk won't be calling in. Gronk will be there oh, in wow. person. Why not have celebrity? Uh, you know, celebrity, um, Listen, caddy, celebrity caddies to to pair up with them. Why not? It would be it would Bronx be funny in Florida, to see. He was doing yeah. the WWE thing. Got signed by Tampa Bay. I'm certain he's in the state of Florida. I'm certain that if Gronk is in the state of Florida, that the TV producers who are interested in the TV uh, being a popular thing for people to watch that day, they're gonna be like, we need to have Gronk. 
and Gronk's going to make an appearance. They're going to promote it. It's going to happen around like the 10th hole. He's going to come out. He's going to do the, his signature Gronk spike, at least maybe not with a golf ball. Now you can bet both Sean golf ball is plus one eighty five. Football is plus three fifty. Here's why you take football. Even if Gronk doesn't show up, you know who's gonna do something Gronk like because he is the teammate of Tom Brady. That's Phil Mickelson. Oh, and I could see Phil, the new Phil Mickelson, who just likes to hit bombs and crush pussy, and 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 trade stocks on non-public information. Uh, I I think he's gonna no one way or another. He's he's gonna work a spike into his routine. And sorry, Steve, we kind of got sidetracked. You were breaking down some of the words, uh, the the prop bets surrounding those. Yeah, so the one I like for no is probably Belichick. Uh, I mean, that's been a hot topic issue this offseason. I I can't imagine they're gonna want to go, you know, Tom into saying something about his relationship with Belichick, or even you know, say something you know negative about him because otherwise, you know, Skip Bayless is, and Stephen A. or uh, you know, Skip Bayless and Shannon are gonna be, you know, just that's going to be the lead story about something Brady said about Belichick next because there's nothing else to talk about in sports. And then he's going to have to answer for the media. I, I, I think that they're going to make an agreement saying that's probably off limits. So that's minus two seventy five for the no, again, a little bit of juice, but yeah, that's if, a lot coming. Yeah. If you're coming at it with that mentality, as far as they're going to want to try and push fun inside jokes about the players and make it light while avoiding anything that could be controversy. So uh, I, I like no for Belichick. It's just going to be 18 holes of talking about Eli Manning. Uh, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. That's I, if I was, if I was Peyton, that's, I'd wear, that's definitely what if, if I, if I was Peyton, I'd wear Eli's Jersey. <laughs> I'd wear Nick Foles Jersey, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just can't beat dudes with giant cocks. That's well, what, and, and someone, uh, I forget someone on Twitter had to take that Eli Manning was better than Tom Brady. And then I, I kind of added on to that by saying, well, then Nick Foles, is better than both of them because I think he's three and zero against uh, Eli and two and zero against Tom Brady, including that, including the Super Bowl. This is not relevant to the match. Totally, it's totally relevant. Kramer, do you have any more novelty props? I don't know. I feel like I talked about a number of props I was going to throw out. Uh, The only other one uh, that I saw now, Steve made a lot of good points, but deflate would be a fun one to bet on. (laughs) And it's the odds are really close. It's plus one thirty five, which makes me believe like. Would Peyton go there? Like, would there be some sort of joke where, like, they deflate his golf ball or something? Yeah, I, I could see that was one of the ones I could see actually going there because, I mean, that's kind of blown over a little bit. It's been a few years since Deflate Gate. You know, Tom was actually pretty bitter about it. Maybe they can make a little joke about the whole thing. Um, you know, it's not really a big controversy anymore. So, yeah, I could definitely see. Peyton or even tiger. Like, you know, they feed that one to him, you know, just to make it look like he's a little edgy. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could see deflate being used there. You got any other, uh, any other novelty ones, Steve, before we move on to the, the regular props. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there was one about will the Lombardi trophy be seen in the broadcast. Uh, that's yes. It minus three thirty. I think that is just an absolute layup that could be done. Um <laughs> you know, in the opening montage there, of just showing Peyton and Tom holding one of their eight Lombardi trophies. Um, I, I, I think that one should be like minus 700 minus 800 at this point. Yeah, for sure. That, that even seems low at that, at that, at minus three thirty. that's crazy. And the yeah. other, the other aspect of this Sean, which I'm sure we, I, I don't know that we have confirmed, but I'm sure it's confirmed is the live wagering aspect here. Uh, I, I, I got to imagine there's going to be some fun stuff to wager on as, as the match happens. Oh, for sure. Well, there, 
Yeah, they are going to do some in-tournament challenges. Now, they're still put it. It sounds like they don't really have a good idea what exactly it's going to be. But similar to when they did, um, I think both Phil and Tiger in the last match had like a million bucks to play with and they challenged each other. I think they're going to do something similar with this match. So there probably will be live betting, um, you know, during the tournaments where there's going to be, you know, some more like props to bet on. Awesome. Yeah, uh, they need real cash. Yeah, and uh, just give them like a wad of uh, ten grand and hundred dollar bills. All right, we're gonna move over to the uh, the regular prop bets, but before we do, give a shout out to Ace per head. You could be you could be the one booking this action for this uh, event. If you had your own sports book, all you gotta do is go to aceperhead.com slash sgp. Aceperhead.com slash sgp. If you use our link, you get up to six weeks free. And of course they got it all golf, MMA, NASCAR. Everything's uh, slowly picking back up. Perfect time to get started. Cause you know, there's going to be a, t- I, I think MMA set a record for uh, the handle just cause everyone's desperate to gamble on sports. Perfect time to get your own sports book going. They got great customer support, great customer service. Pretty easy. Just sign, head, head over to ACE, sign up. They get you going with the website, aceperhead.com slash S G P. All right. Let's talk some props for the event itself. Here's, here's kind of my, I'll throw it out. Now this one, I feel great about leader after 12 holes woods and Manning minus one twenty. feel great about that one. I think the actual tournament for them to win it all is like minus 200 to 10. Yeah. But the uh, leader after 12 holes minus minus one twenty. found that one. Love it. Steve, uh, which one jumps out at you? So the first one I'm going to go with, and it's kind of similar mentality that I had in last week's uh, Taylor made match. And the fact it's a, it's a wonky format. It's not serious. You got some amateurs thrown in there. It's kind of a crapshoot to begin with. So I'm looking at first to go one up in the match and I'm just going to take the underdog there and Phil and Brady at plus one twenty. Um, you know, it's best ball. So Phil could just have a good hole and get a birdie by himself and go up one up on the match. You know, the first hole they're playing is I think the 15 handicap um, hole, in the, hole in the course. It's a pretty easy hole. It's a pretty straightforward par four, about 397. You know, Phil could just put it about within wedge distance and then hit one close and convert the birdie there. Um, so I like the value of taking the plus odds there just because it's match play at that point. Phil has more control over his game. He doesn't have to worry about Tom at that point. Uh, so I'll go with first one to go one up on the match with Phil and Brady at plus one twenty. Yeah, I like that because it's it's kind of like who scores first. It's usually a bit of a coin toss. So if you're getting plus odds, that makes sense. Kramer, what do you got? Sean, well, I mean, outside of just wanting to take Tiger and Peyton to win, because it does seem, I mean. Everything I've read, and, and again, the best thing I've read, of course, was over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, written by Steve. But it seems as though not there's not much information about what Tom Brady's going to be bringing to the golf course, and there's a little bit more confidence in the fact that Peyton Manning has a, a at least a golf game with a bit less variance. So I think at minus two ten, you're not you're talking about a minus four team in the NFL, like where, where this is not. This this is a lock at minus four. Like rarely do you get that kind of opportunity. So while I like the way that you approached it, Sean, uh, and I like Tiger and Peyton to win the match, I'm just going to attack it from this angle. Tiger gets the most birdies. Oh, okay. 
Uh, minus one forty-five. I think Tiger's gonna ha- gonna have the better match. I think at this point, Phil. Phil is, I, I think there's gonna be this weird bro thing that's gonna happening with Phil, where he's trying <laughs> to be cool with the, with the NFL guys. I, I think you know he's gonna try to be a showman again, trying to change that image from that insider trading Phil. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think Tiger's just gonna be the assassin he always is. So I'm, I'm gonna minus one forty-five. Tiger has more birdies. Here's one that's. And Steve can probably tell me why I'm insane. I love that part. I don't know. I don't know if the I haven't looked at the par three yardages or how easy they are to actually pull this <laughs> off. But I, I saw You've a, done no research. I saw a prop bet hole in one. Yes, plus five thousand. <laughs> Give that to me. <laughs> don't don't put your entire bankroll on it. But that's that's just fun to root for. You're you're good until hole eighteen. It gives you. A, a crazy long shot. It's like a betting on a safety in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, it's it's well, and and at plus five thousand, they've adjusted the safety Super Bowl price. <laughs> That's because it Steve, happened. Steve, am I insane? I mean, you're insane. <laughs> but uh, I mean, as far as the par threes on the golf course, I know two of them offhand, just because that's going to be one of the props uh, I'm going to suggest down the road. Um, I mean, they're sure. I mean, if you want to have fun with it, it's a roof or a hole in one. It's great. I mean. It, the, as far as I know, the greens aren't rigged like they are at Augusta National on 16, where if you hit it on a certain, you know, portion of the greens, you're going to funnel right to the hole. But you know what? You never know. So I'll take it. What do you, what do you got? What else you got, Steve? Um, so the next one I'm going to go to is uh longest drive and hole number three. It's I think a 550 yard par five and they offer it for both. Um, so I'll cover tiger and Phil first. They have Phil as at plus one Oh five for the longest drive. And I'm not really sure why he's the underdog there. I mean, the only thing really that Phil has to live for at this point is just hit bombs and all his pride that revolves around us. Cause the rest of his game is garbage at this point, but his focus with driving the last few years, it does pay off in that respect. Uh, he's just as much longer off the tee than tiger is at this point. And the fairway is 50 yards wide and even Phil can hit that. So I'm going to go with uh Phil having the longest drive in hole number three at plus one Oh five. That, that that's his new rep. You know, he's just a guy who fucking smacks bombs, crushes, crushes tang trade stock on non <laughs> non-public information. Uh, all right. What, what, what's next? Am I up Sean? Yeah, go for it. What do you got? Uh, sorry. I was uh, I was enjoying myself. God, you know it, it's funny because you would think you don't need to put out, out all these prop bets for golf. You don't, but I find myself betting more and more, and I was just chuckling because I have eight bet eight open <laughs> bets right now on a, on this silly golfing event. Uh, I digits only. Can I can I piggyback on that one because yeah, go for it. Uh, I, I do. I have seen a, a, there's a number of different ways you can bet on who will have a longer drive. Uh, I like focusing on a single hole, but it, it seems as though they're giving tiger and all of these props for a little bit of respect. Whereas I, I feel like the only thing Phil's going to want to do is just smoke the ball down the fairway. So uh, take that. I had found that Phil, Phil has the longer drive or the longest drive just of the round minus one thirty. So, Hmm. Felt like it should have been higher. I don't know. I, I don't see Tiger out driving Phil on the whole round. Yeah, that, I could see that. That kind of makes sense. It, getting back to just, I think Woods and Manning are the stronger 
stronger duo and anything I can get a little lower price than the minus 200. I see them uh hold 10 through 18 winners woods and Manning minus one Oh six. Love that. Lock that up. Uh, yeah, again, it's just, I, I think they're better. And I, and I think anything you can get, that's a reduced price. That's under one thirty minus one forty. Uh, you're, you're going to be in a good spot. And especially, I mean, I, I just feel like Manning's been golfing way more than Tom Brady. If you haven't played in a while, you kind of get in the, especially in that back nine, if it's warm, your swing gets a little, you can just get a little worn out from golfing. And uh, yeah, I think Woods and Manning minus one Oh six. It's crazy. That's that's so close. I mean, granted the, the setup's a little different, but uh, yeah, I love that all day. Steve, what do you, what do you like? I'm going to piggyback off that one too. That was a prop I liked was uh, taking Tiger and Peyton minus one Oh six for the back nine. And the reason why I like that is it's a modified alternate shot and you kind of just hit on it there. Uh, an alternate shot. You don't want to have a partner who is inconsistent. You don't really know where, you know, what type of shot he's going to, you know, hit there. So I, I think Peyton is going to do at least enough to at least keep it, you know, at least in close proximity when either he has an approach shot or if he has a good drive, uh, I, I think Tom is probably going to get Phil in trouble a few times down that back nine alternate shot there. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I like taking Tom Hashtag did. six as well. Kramer, any other, any other prop bets you got? You like? I mean, I, it's, it's, I threw it out there earlier. I, I still would recommend getting on tiger and Phil to win. Um, even if you're betting other ways, Wait, Tiger and Phil, sorry, t- Tiger and Peyton to win. Yeah. Uh, even if you're playing it other ways, why not? Uh, and the other one that popped out to me was coming back to the, the funny ones, I guess. And I know Steve touched on it a little bit, but it, it does seem like the, the Omaha one, <laughs> like, how are they not going to go all, again? Phil is going to be total in total awe. Uh, so at a minimum, he might say it, but come on. I, I mean, it, someone's going to say Omaha period. So it's silly yeah, to be that, plus plus one seventy. It, it seems like they, they miss uh they miss handicap this does, wait, And I don't have it in front of me, but does it include the announcers? Cause I could see Barkley chirping away with something like that. No, it's, it's, it's just the players. players. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. I, I, I think of those words, Omaha is a strong play last uh, prop. I really like, and this is, it's a best ball tournament. And Eagle in tournament, yes, plus three fifty. At plus three fifty, that feels great. Like I could definitely see them getting a three on a par five if you're talking best ball or you know modified uh, the way they're doing it in the back nine. I mean, one of them getting an eagle. I, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities. Am I am I reaching here, Steve? At plus three fifty, that feels like a good price, right? I mean, you might be reaching just because you're really just banking on Tiger and Phil making that. Although I think Peyton and Brady might be, uh, they might be stroking and getting a shot on one of the par fives, at least on the front nine there. So they would have to make birdie um, net Eagle in order for you to cash. And I'm not even sure if they would even count if my bookie would even count that too, if they counted the stroke for them. So um you know, we'll see. It's it's probably not going to happen with alternate shot. <laughs> yeah, for somebody to get an eagle, it would have to come probably on the front nine there. Yeah, that best ball is what really kind of intrigued me. Uh, we'll see. Steve, what other uh, any other prop bets jump out at you? Yeah, the last one is they have closest to the pin on the par threes on the front nine, hole number four and eight. Uh, I like Tiger plus one twenty five to be the guy with the uh, uh, the 
ball that's close to the pin on both holes. I think he can bet both. Uh, he's just a much better long iron player than Phil at this point of his career. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at his statistics from 175, 200 yards out, um, you know, his iron game is pretty good. Phil is in, you know, the sub 100 range. You might want to, I mean, a dark horse could be Peyton at plus 600, but it really just depends on what tees they're playing. I haven't been able to confirm if Tom and Peyton are going to play forward tees at all. So, you know, if Peyton and Tom are teeing off from maybe like 170, 165 yards, you know, they could definitely stop it close, probably, you know, on number four there. Um, so maybe, you know, have Tiger be the big bet, but maybe sprinkle a little bit on Peyton, you know, for some underdog action there. I like it. Spreading it, spreading it out there. All right. We got to, uh, we got to wrap things up here. Got a Madden mayhem it's Madden mayhem time. Got to call some real sports and that's a uh, simulated well, Madden. Your the Buffalo bills hailing from Steve's part of the country yeah. are, are, are teeing off tonight. We'll be uh, getting to that in just a second, but before we go, I think give out a lock prop and of course, uh, you know, pick for the match. I'm going. Give me minus two hundred of Woods and Manning. I think that's the way to go. As far as lock prop, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the research I got from uh, Steve's column over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. <laughs> that's the best way to do it. But Phil wears a baseball hat. That to me is just it, I'm. It's insane that it's still plus odds. So lock those up, cash those. Kramer, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm also going to take. I'm gonna be on on Peyton and Tiger. I mean, uh, I love Tiger and I hate Brady. So natural choice. Uh, I will be watching Sean. I think. Sounds sounds like it's gonna be fun. My lock. Can, should I just do it? I'll give out Omaha's the lock plus one seven. Why, why are they not gonna say Omaha? <laughs> it, it, there's really no. Why reason. is it plus one seventy? <laughs> I, well, it's probably because it's a specific word that they have to say, but but it's a very specific like catchphrase that he's going like someone's going to say Omaha. If you're gonna think of some stuff, you're gonna joke around with Peyton Manning on a four-hour golf uh, event. How does Omaha not get in there? I, I think you're right, Steve. Take us out with a bang. What what are you locking in for your your pick and a, a lock prop? Uh, I mean, I, I think for lock props, you know, we talked about the fill with the baseball cap plus one ten. I, I really love it just because, you know, a, I, I mean, I, I think it makes sense. And B, I did all that hard work in order to figure out that he's just wearing baseball caps all this time. And I want that, you know, I want them to bet on that and have it, uh, you know, be profitable. Um, I, I think it's a lock that I know you guys disagree. I, I think Tiger's wearing a red shirt at minus two seven. No, I'm with you, Steve. I'm 100% on board there. I'm just chasing right. at the plus one eighty. There you go. I, I mean, it's, it, it, it's a layup. They are going to give the people what they want there. And then as far as a pick goes, I mean, I, I, I want to take tiger and Peyton just because I, I don't think Brady is going to play much of a factor at all in it. But I mean, just based on what I've been saying about this format here, it's loosey goosey. It's weird. And it's, it's a coin flip at the end of the day, even if the odds don't reflect it. So I think I'm just going to take the underdog at plus 160 with Phil and Brady. Um, you know, some of the other props I like to, you know, in case tiger and Peyton just kind of wax the floor with them covers it a little bit if I'm wrong. So, um, I, I think that's the way to go is take the underdog and then just hope, you know, Brady can give something on Sunday. All right. Awesome. Uh, it was great to talk real golf with you, Steve. Appreciate you calling into the podcast. Make sure you check out all of uh, Steve's great articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. 
Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean, let's go. Actually, fuck Tom. Kramer, let it ride.